0: Welcome back to another episode of Ales with Aslan, where we help you master your craft as a sales rep or sales leader. Our weekly therapy session, where we come together and crack a cold beer and talk about the week's events. This week, I'm joined by Tom Stanfell, who will help us simplify the complicated. How do you do that? Do you do you use analogies? Do you use success stories? Or do you even use word pictures to help customers understand those complicated uh portfolio items and those concepts that your company is trying to put forth. And so uh, we'll we'll get into that in heavy doses today. We'll crack a cold one and we'll see you on the other side. All right. Welcome back to another episode of Ales with Aslan. I'm here with uh, Tom Stanfield. And uh, what we're starting to Getting pretty cozy here, doing several of these, uh, several weeks in a row, Tom. And um, before we get started, uh, I want to know what you have in your hand right there. What is that? I've
1: got a a Jekyll Brewing uh, company's putting out a hot dang diggity, which is the (laughs) first time I've ever had a Southern Indian pale ale.
0: I like that. I like that. uh, Where's that from?
1: is very bold, beer like it ought to be. So I'm really excited about uh, this. Is my first uh, first uh,
0: first try of that one?
1: Yeah, first try my hot dang diggity, hot dang diggity. Oh, it's oh, yeah. got some so good we'll color see. too. Yeah. Wow, so you've got, been on a roll lately. A, and I like these lighter IPAs. I'm, yeah, you know I'm not a.
0: Yep. Mm. Pretty good.
1: Mm, very good, very southern.
0: Well, let's see. What am I going to do here? I I I love this. I I have to admit, I picked it for the name because
1: like
0: okra. <laughs> okra, All right, excellent. I um I picked one just for the title. Uh, this one is called the Long Day Lager. Mm. To be specific, Red Hair Brewing Company's Long Day Lager. Oh, like, does that sound good for a sales rep maybe at the end of a long oh. week? A Long Day oh, Lager. So oh, that's out of Georgia. It says right in Marietta. So um, right now. In... Nice. Political. All right. So we're going to pour that in and we'll get started here. on Georgia beers to get started. How about that? Look at that. That looks good. All right. Well, welcome back to another episode. And, and today I just, I love this. I found this uh, blog you wrote, Tom, about the simplicity, um, taking the complex sale or yeah, taking the complex right. concept and making it simple. And I just love the use of these word pictures. And I'm just curious, like what, what made you kind of put this all together? Why did you come up with this concept of uh, breaking the, the really complex down to the simple?
1: Well, I think regardless of what we sell, we all face that situation where you don't have a lot of time, yeah, right? And there's something that you want to communicate that the other person doesn't, doesn't understand. And you right. are going to be completely bored by, hey, let me take you through five slides or talk for 10 minutes because I got to really explain something to right. you. Right. And so in realizing this challenge that we all face in sales, whether you, you sell something that costs $5,000 or you sell something that costs... Five million dollars. Right. We all have that same challenge. How do I get somebody to quickly um, see what I'm trying to say, understand it, be interested in it yeah. and, and see how it emotionally impacts them or have that emotional effect that we want it to have so they see it and feel it and get it? Um, and so I guess, uh, you know, that the idea or understanding that need probably came uh, early early in our in the asland days you know, years ago yeah we realized that was neat so we, we we I don't know if we coined this phase but we call them word pictures yeah so you know that is how we we help sales sales reps come up with um, simple ways to communicate something that's very complex or difficult for somebody to understand
0: almost instantly. Well, and I love it. Cause in, in the blog, you talk about like, you, at one point you were looking for a new watch, right? And, yeah, and this is a great example. Yeah. I mean, to, to tell, yeah, tell the, tell so the audience I'm, that I'm, story. Okay, it's a great so, story.
1: So uh, my dad gave me a Rolex, a GMT Rolex when I graduated college and mm. he bought it for $700 In
0: 1971. Yeah. And
1: I graduated from college and he gives me this. this You graduated from college
0: in 1971? No. Oh, I was going to say.
1: But that's, (laughs) it had his name on it, you know, in 19, I mean, it was just, it was a great gift that my father gave me. He'd gotten another watch from the company and he gave me that watch. So somebody pushed me off a boat when I was in the lake and the watch fell off and I lost it. So ever since then, which this was probably 25 years ago, yeah, every time I still have this thing, I want to replace that watch, but I just, you know, so I walked into um, a, a nice store yeah. uh, in Atlanta a couple of weeks ago. And I, I, I started asking questions. I said, so what's up with the Swiss movement thing? Yeah. Cause they always have a Swiss movement and all the expensive. Watches. Yeah. You got to have it. Yeah. Swiss. I was like, so what's up <laughs> with the Swiss movement thing? And so the guy goes, Oh, yeah. Well, you know, engines. And he says, it's like a 350, blah, blah, blah. And he starts talking engines. And I just completely... It makes
0: two concepts now, I'm not familiar with. Now, like now, now we're talking about
1: engines, which I don't understand. <laughs> right, right. Uh, and he's talking about, now I don't understand twist movement and engines. Um, so it got actually more complex. But what was good about what he did is that he was trying to give me an analogy. Right. He just, he just had poor execution. He just misfired, yeah, he yeah. misfired. But the idea of saying, let me talk about something you do understand to explain something you don't understand is a good idea. Right. He just had poor execution.
0: I gotcha, I gotcha. Well, and, and you know, I, I, so this, this is such a great, it's so well written that you you do talk about successful examples. And I think you mentioned it right off the start, like whether you're selling the most complex system or solution or, you know, widgets the ability to, to converse and make things easier for your customer to understand is important, yeah. right? So what's a good example of yeah. somebody well, that maybe...
1: What's funny, because I think I, I walked, I talked to another watch salesman
0: yeah. eventually,
1: um, and I still haven't <laughs> bought a watch. My, it drives my wife crazy, because I've been looking at watches for probably 15 years, and I still can't buy one. But anyway, I, I went and talked to somebody else, and he did a great, he, he approached it perfectly. Uh, and it's funny, it was just that's, I guess that's why I wrote the article, because yeah. it's such a great example it's such a contrast. He says, he says, well, do you like champagne? Yep. And well, he caught my attention because he's asking me a question. I'm right. Like, what does this have to do with watches? So I'm kind <laughs> of intrigued. And I said, sort of. He goes, yeah. well, how about bourbon? And I'm like, okay, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Yes. yeah. Now I'm nodding. I'm leading in and yeah. I'm interested. He's like, you like bourbon. I mean, like, yeah. He goes, well, you know why they call bourbon bourbon? He says, yeah. I said, because it's made in Kentucky. The only mm-hmm. thing that's the only, you know, Basically, I mean, I know there's a couple of exceptions, but if it's something it has to be made in Kentucky because Kentucky has certain standards yep. for how whiskey is made and it has to be made by these standards and it meets these certain criteria. Therefore, it can be labeled bourbon. Yep. And he goes, exactly. He goes, that's what it means when you say Swiss movement. It's made in Switzerland. It follows the same exact standards. And I'm like, oh, that's the. And so. Instead of talking to me for 15 minutes about what those Swiss standards are yeah. and how it works and all the things that I could care less about, right. he talked about something I do care about and he took what he, he leveraged what I understood to explain what I didn't understand. So all of a sudden, in a conversation that I was super interested in that wasn't technical to me, he explained something very complex in a very simple terms. Yeah. And so he became somebody I wanted to talk to more versus talk to less.
0: Yeah, he earned he earned the right to continue the conversation by just being flexible and asking you, you know, yeah. of, of what your interests you think were. Think
1: about how quickly he did that. Yeah, like I mean, that literally took. I mean, it probably took a minute. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, I go, I get it.
0: Yeah. And, and now, now you're not very confused very anymore. Centered, yeah.
1: Which makes me, instead of so so the other guys talking about engines was like, I don't like engines. Yeah. I like interior. Yeah. <laughs> I like the way the car looks. I don't yeah. care if it drives. It's like I don't I I don't uh-huh. know how many cars I bought, but I never looked at the engine. I yeah. think there's something in there and it's you probably put the oil in there somewhere, but
0: it might be important.
1: Yeah. Think? but it's almost like, Hey, you don't, you care less about me versus the other guy was like, all he cared about was explaining it to me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's really good. and And I imagine, you know, if he's with someone that is very technical and he has multiple different word pictures that he can, Kind of pull on, right? Then he can go with the guy that wants to talk about the technical aspects of Swiss movement, right? Right. If maybe the engine analogy would work for that guy, he'd be like, "This is, you know, right. this." So I think it's the the the, the key is being other centered. It's yeah. it's sort of adapting to the it's customer with them. Yeah, yeah. And 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 I love because later in the in the article you talk about that. Like this conversation could be tough on one of us. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's right. either going to be tough on the buyer or tough on the seller. Right. So if you're the seller, you might want to take that bullet, right? Yeah, I, might...
1: think, I think yeah, I, like, I like to think of it that way is when I'm communicating, somebody's going to have to struggle either. I'm going to have to struggle to figure out how to explain something that, that's not familiar to you yeah. and make it familiar to you in your terms, or you're going to have to struggle to understand what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, You know, I I, I was, I was, I was asking somebody about, I don't know, we had to buy an air conditioner recently. Every time I'd ask a question, I got more and more confused because they were talking about what they were familiar with. And I just, I just continued to lose them. Finally, one salesperson that came to our house, like explained it to me in my terms. For some reason, we bought the air conditioning system from him. Yeah. So, um, but that, that, that's a good point. It's really, I think of it as somebody's going to struggle. We should struggle
0: help them see our point of view. Yeah, that, that that makes a ton of sense. And, you know, I love how you you sort of wrap up the, the blog with, with some sustainable um, steps that people can think about. One I sort of just mentioned, um, you talk about you need to have an arsenal of these, right? You can't, one word picture is not going to fit every scenario. And yeah. so you talk about, you know, having, uh, you know, a, a bunch of different options that you can pull out. And I, and I think you also talk about practicing it. Testing it, yeah. right? And so, so talk about sort of how you you've you, you've been through those scenarios and yeah. why it's important to do those those steps. I think
1: if you if you stop if you step back um, as a communicator and you think about what is difficult for the, my audience member to get, but also what's really important. Like if you think about what differentiates you, what do you offer that's different than everybody else, right? Yeah. And then what's also difficult for them to understand, and that's where you want to spend time developing your word pictures. And I think you do want to develop you know, your arsenal. So yeah. you, know, you want to develop several different options because yeah. um, like, you never know what's going to be familiar to your audience. So if you have a bunch of several different options, like <laughs> I was meeting with a company recently, and one of the things that we, folk, we, we struggle with um, sometimes is, okay, well, you don't have experience in our industry. Yeah. Right. So that's like, hey, so how do I, you know, to somebody that has a meeting with an executive, I'm planning for this meeting. I know this is going to be this is going to come up. You know, you haven't worked in our industry. Our competition has. And I know they're going to have a short attention span. And I know I'm dealing with somebody who loves baseball. Mm -hmm. So then I'm thinking, okay. so how do I communicate that to this person? So I've, so basically I think about, okay, here's one, one of the board pictures I had in my arsenal. He's, I knew he loved baseball. So, and he was from Houston. And I said, you remember, so I'm, I'm, I'm getting prepared to answer this question, which did arise. And, and this is the word picture that I developed. I said, so you love baseball, right? And he says, yeah, I remember in 2012 in sports illustrated predicted that the Houston Astros would win yes. the world series. And he goes, absolutely. I said, why did they predict that? And why did it come true? And so he thought about it for a second. And by the way, when I'm asking these questions and I'm talking about Houston Astros and I'm talking about baseball, yeah. I, I'm not losing anybody. Yeah. He's, he's like, yeah, he's engaged. Cause you've done your research. You know, research what's important and to him. And like this is something I have to deal with this because this is going to be difficult. Yeah. And I don't want to show him 15 slides on why you should work with somebody yeah. outside the industry. I said, so why did they do that? Why did they win? And why did they predict that? Because, well, he said because they brought an analyst in who came from a consulting firm who had no background in baseball, but he figured out a different way to look at the game. Yeah, because he was from outside the game. I said, Yeah. Well, that could potentially be the way that you could leverage Aslan. We are a company that hasn't worked in the industry, so we're going to think about it a little differently, and we're going to bring different solutions. And
0: he yeah. was like, Bingo. So sh- if I'm a sales rep, should I should I have to create, or should I think about creating a word picture unique to every individual? Or should I have a handful that I can use, handful that I can use on, you know, on demand, and maybe for the big deals I should go off and create that? Yeah,
1: I guess we're talking to a bunch of different sellers out here, right? Yeah, but I think you're in a situation where you don't have time to prep, right? You got to have an arsenal, and you got, you know, you think about. Like I listened to a guy that was speaking the other day, and he was talking about, you know, one of his main things that he communicates is getting outside of your comfort zone. Like he's a leader; they have leadership training. Um, and, and his primary message was, you know, you, if you want to change, you got to get outside your comfort zone. Here's his go-to word picture. You know why goldfish stay small, right? Because they never get bigger than their tank. They mm-hmm. said, and if you put a goldfish in a tank, it'll but if you put it in bigger water, it gets bigger. That's his go-to gotcha. word picture for if you want to get bigger, you yeah. got to get outside your comfort zone, right? Gotcha. So you have some go-to word pictures that you should develop. That you can use for different types of audience, but then you've got the situations where you have time to prep, learn your audience, adjust your word pictures.
0: Yep, yep. And you know, word pictures can be very topical. Um, so I think there's there's plenty of fodder out there. And with yeah. with the the potential to research more easily today than we could thirty years ago, right. there shouldn't be any reason people can't go do this. Right? This is not super hard no. to go do.
1: No, I think it just I think it just takes kind of we talked about in our last podcast about practicing. Right. This is one of those things that we need to spend time thinking about. Well, how can I create a picture Yeah. Right, with words yeah. that I can use over the phone right, or yep. any point in time that um, will easily get someone, help somebody see something they don't understand? So I think it's just, it's just, anybody can do it. It just takes, it takes some mental energy. Um, and if you think about your audience and the more you know your audience, you'll find that they fall in a couple of different categories, you know? And I will also say this, Scott, you know, we use, we use sometimes I'll use a, a sports analogy yep. because I, it is the best way to explain something and I will apologize for it for people who don't get sports. And I think if I acknowledge, Hey, you may not get sports, but you get golf, you yeah. understand it. Yep. And this is the simplest way because of what I'm about to tell you relates nicely to golf. Then at least I'm demonstrating that I respect my audience and understand that they yeah. may not. And you know, love golf or love sports,
0: you know, what it's interesting is because in a, in a past podcast, when you and I were talking uh, at this very table about, um, you know, the, 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 uh, the, the resolutions that you'd come up with for this year, we talked about sort of working harder, outworking your competition, choosing your prospects mm-hmm. and, 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 um, and some of the things around being unique and different and right. you're doing a lot of that with the word pitch right you're you're working hard cuz you got to do these extra little steps right. your research you're you're figuring out what's on your customer's mind mm-hmm. and you and you're bringing that so this all does sort of intertwine doesn't it it all kind of fits together with a lot of the concepts we've been talking about over the yeah. last several well, weeks know,
1: if you had to put it all under one category it would be other it's, it's what we call being other centered yeah. Right. If I'm other centered, I'm going to be thinking, "Hey, you don't get that, or what do you care about? Yeah. You know, do you care about engines? Not everybody. Just because I love engines doesn't mean everybody yeah. should love engines. What do you care about? Everybody's yeah. unique. And so, um, it, and when you talk about outworking the competition, it's about what do I need to do to help the customer make the best decision. And so, how can I how can I do more than everybody else to help them figure out how to best solve their problem? So yeah, I think yeah, it all it all obviously falls. It basically, the people that are most successful are really other-centered. Yeah. Which other-centered means we do stuff.
0: Right? Well, we and figure you, out uh, word pictures. And, and in and, and your writing, you, you do reference that, like, that if you care more. I
1: think I need another
0: drink. And then you learn more about your customer, right? Right. Then you go do more. Right. Guess what you just did? Like, mm-hmm. you really differentiated yourself, didn't you? You, you, you have, you know. You're probably in the top two percent of sales reps because most people won't take those extra steps, will they?
1: Well, and I think this is really this is really key for for sellers to differentiate themselves because so much is available to the customer now at their fingertips, right? They can search, they can look up. So, what value?
0: Yeah, what are you adding? You bring, yeah.
1: And so, when you're willing to work harder for them, and you're willing to help, you're willing to understand what they're trying to accomplish, you're willing to explain things that are difficult for them to understand, you're willing to save them time. Um, the more, the more you're willing to invest and get them and serve them, then you're differentiating yourself from Google. Yeah. Right. Right. And every other sales rep that's like, wait, you ready to order? You you, you know, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. If you need me, call me. Yeah. Well, I'm calling less. I'll just,
0: yeah. Well, it's back to that, you you know, you, are you choosing your customers or are they you waiting for them to choose you and you know, pick me, pick me kind of thing. And that, that, uh, that probably isn't a great strategy for long-term success. Okay, well, good. So this has been, ex- you know, very exciting. Um, I love this blog. I think uh, people should go read this. Um, any other sort of um, word pictures or parting uh, thoughts about how to best prepare and utilize word pictures in whatever cell cycle you're engaged in, whether it's the, the, the tactical, you know, widget sale to the most complex system sale?
1: Yeah, I, I, the only thing I would say that, that I haven't already said that, that comes to mind is, is test them. Yeah, right. So, <laughs>
0: yeah, I, they don't all work, here? Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I remember developing a word picture, and then the guy was looking at me going, ah, I, "I'm lost." So then it has the you're not speaking my language. Yeah, yeah you're not speaking my language. <laughs> so you yeah, know, test them with some with 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 you know a few people inside your organization, and just say, okay, does this resonate? Does this make sense? Kind of work through it. Um, because it's kind of like a, com- you know, a comedian that has to deliver the setup yeah. of the joke and the joke. Yeah. There's a there's a definite flow to that, and if you get it wrong or backwards, it's kind of like what? Yeah. And so I think it's important to to, to to practice it, test it, and then the cool thing is once I mean there's word pictures I've been using for twenty years yeah. because in certain situations for certain people it just works. It's it's like, and so once you develop it and it's and it's proven. You can, you can leverage it over and
0: over again. Well, very good. And and again, thanks for, for coming on. I think people, um, based on the comments that we're seeing, are getting good value out of uh, Ails with Aslan. What I would also encourage people to do is, you know, tell us, uh, send me a, a, an email or a voicemail. You can find the information down below. Uh, and and if you want to record your voice and send in a positive example of use of word picture, for example, uh, send that into us. And if uh If it makes sense, we'll put it on the air sometime and maybe you'll win a prize. Maybe it'll be one of these long day loggers or something fun like that. So thanks again for another great week of Ales with Aslan. Whether we're commiserating or celebrating this week, we're excited to have you and you have a great weekend and best of selling. Well, that was another great episode of Ails with Aslan. We had Tom Stamfeld talking about those uh, those difficult concepts where customers might struggle to understand what it is we're trying to say and their unique techniques that you can use, things like word pictures or uh, those types of um, uh, you know sales references that might help them understand how other people are using it. Tom does a great job, again, talking about examples like the story about the watch that he shared in that episode. So hopefully you enjoyed this uh, this week. Please do feel free to subscribe to the podcast and rate us down below. That helps us spread the word even wider. So thanks very much for listening to another episode of Ails with Asling where we help you master your craft.